All right, so I was planning to talk about energy markets today, oil and a few other things. There's US inflation coming out, there's an election, but the crypto market's collapsing. And I thought it's really important to address it, hit it on its head so we all know where it's going and what the ramifications are. Come with me as we explore what's going on and more importantly, what I think is going to happen to the crypto market. So crypto is not a market that I've been paying a lot of attention to over the past year or so. Just a little bit of background and a little bit of context. I was quite late to the crypto game. Um, I did take a position in Bitcoin a couple of years ago. And then when there was all the mania in the market, uh, I basically came out and published a note on my Substack saying that I got into crypto because I thought there was decentralization. But every time Elon Musk tweets, it moves the market. And to me, it doesn't feel like crypto is decentralized. It actually feels like a few people are controlling the market, dictating the market, and manipulating the market. And so I said in my note that I'm out, I'm going to sit on the sideline, I'm going to wait for things to pan out, and then I'm going to watch very closely to see what projects are working well because I fundamentally believe in the technology and the future. Here we are, and we're now looking at a market that's collapsing, a market that has the bottom coming out of it. And I think it's important to talk about crypto this week, not so much about crypto, but about the ramifications uh, of what could happen from movements in the crypto market. Now, if we go back to 2008, I believe for me personally, that was one of the most important years in my career. I was about four years into uh, my role as a senior stock analyst, writing research. We were advising, our team was advising about 20,000 uh, individual investors, uh, so normal investors, plus our research was also going into financial advisors, banks, brokers, um, a lot of big businesses. And 2008 was, in a, was a slap in the face for me. It was a year that in hindsight, I think really impacted and influenced me because everything that I had learned at university, everything I'd read in textbooks, everything that I was taught at work by my team, by my bosses, was thrown out the door. For those of you um, that have short memories, 2008 was the year when the US housing market collapsed, uh, global stock markets fell, and you know we were covering stocks and writing research on businesses that were halving you know, um, every day. Uh, we used to have a, a joke in the team that we had a loser's lounge um, and every stock uh, was going from the winners to the loser's lounge, 40% down, 50% down. That was the kind of market. And everyone expected it to stop. Everyone expected it to be a week or two and it didn't pan out that way. It became quite a long, protracted sell down. And for me, uh, the point I want to make this week is not that crypto is coming down or, or crypto is coming off. That's normal. Markets go up, markets come down. 
you know, oil's been as high um, as $150 or $180 a barrel, and it's been as low as $20 a barrel. So, you know, markets going up and down is nothing new. But contagion is something that's very extreme and is something that if it takes hold in the market, if there's contagion in the market, everything else freezes up. The financial system freezes, banks stop lending to each other, the game stops. And so what I think is happening in crypto at the market, uh, crypto at the moment, and what's happening in the crypto market is that we're moving from a stage where the boom, we're going from boom to bust, we're having a, a natural uh, blow up and a lot of things that were overvalued, which is fine. But the way that companies are falling around crypto, um, the way that projects are blowing up, the extent of the declines and how deep and the ramifications, I think are important to watch. And I think what could happen is that some of these crypto blow-ups could have repercussions elsewhere in the financial system. Now, what do I mean by that? When Lehman Brothers collapsed, um, it was an old, solid financial institution. Um, and it could have happened to a lot of other institutions at the time. That's what happens when there's contagion. It's not about who's big, who's safe. It's about who escapes, who's the most paranoid and who's the most ring-fenced and who's the uh, the one that's going to end up you know, getting sucked in. Because the system, everyone has exposure to another counterparty um, and so you can't you know you can't pick and say I think they're going to collapse or I think this will happen or that will happen we don't know what happens when there's contagion it's about um, something happens the system blows up and then there's a response and so what you what happened in 2008 when Lehman's collapsed is that the central banks basically knew if they didn't step in and control the situation and provide liquidity, provide the oxygen that the financial system needed to sustain itself, it could have got worse. We would have gone into a depression like you know the late 20s, early 30s. So I think it's very important to be paranoid in this kind of market. Um, paranoid in terms of preserving capital uh, I'm going to give you two or three different strategies to focus on um, that I think are important to incorporate in your investing. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to play out my thesis and say, I think there are signs that there could be contagion. It could spill over um, elsewhere. It could have exposure in trading firms or banks or who knows. Someone's going to get exposed and when that happens, and if it happens to a significant name or a significant player, there's going to be what I believe is a central bank response. Now, central banks have been increasing rates to fight inflation. We've been seeing interest rates go up. But if the financial system comes at risk, that narrative will get thrown out the door. I think this time it's a little bit more difficult for that narrative to get thrown out the door than in 2008, but I find it very, very unlikely that central banks are going to just sit there and let the system blow up, let contagion take place, let fear dictate markets just because of inflation. 
I think that they'll be tempted to step in again and provide some type of response. And when they do, guys, there's going to be a big trade. There's going to be a big relief trade off the back of it. And I think that could be the turning point. That might actually be where the pivot comes from. We don't know, we're hypothesizing, but what we're doing here is we're getting ready to reposition our portfolios for an outcome like that to happen. You know, we're, we're, we're now, we've seen a storm, we're in the eye of the storm, and you come out of a storm. You know, and storms don't last forever, but it's about surviving the storm and then thriving uh, off the back of it, right? And not being um, damaged in that storm, minimizing your damage. So here are the strategies that I think are really, really important at the moment um, for, for investors of all type. Position size, really important. You've got to look at your position size in whatever you're investing in and make sure that you fundamentally understand the size of your positions, the exposure of your positions, how much money you have into different investments and how to manage that. Position size and asset allocation is different to diversification. Diversification is a completely different game. Uh, diversification doesn't work in periods of contagion because if there's contagion in the markets you know what we learned in 2008 and 2001 is that when there's contagion everything goes down everything gets smashed right you can't hide around diversification position size is more important have cash have positions that you can exit from have a look at you know how you've spread your positions and make sure that you've got enough powder dry to be able to deploy if we do go through contagion and we do have a central bank response because there's going to be a big rally. There's going to be a big relief off the back of it. So that's what I'm thinking about this week. That's what I wanted to share with you guys. More anecdotes, more charts in the note. Check it out. Give it a read. Let me know what you think. Uh, we're going to be watching things very closely. Uh, I'll be writing quick notes on the site if things do pan out um, as um, expected or as unexpected. Who knows what will happen um, next week. We'll be coming back and talking a little bit more around position sizing, asset allocation, and I hope these insights are of use to you. Take care and God bless.